James Robinson was a top eight running back last year. Is his stock on the rise? We don't like to see injuries, but obviously it's a big part of fantasy football. Travis Etienne, a midfoot sprain. We'll talk about that. We'll also give you a little update on Daryl Henderson and what you should be doing with the Rams and the Jaguars backfields. Welcome to a bonus edition of Fantasy Football Today. This is not our Tuesday podcast. Please, if you haven't heard our Tuesday podcast, we recorded a long one yesterday with league winners in every round, so please make sure you check that out. But we didn't want to go a full day without talking about the big injury news. Uh, so a midfoot sprain for ETN. He's going to have more testing. Dave, what's your initial reaction to this? And Jamie's here as well. We'll hear from him in a moment. Dave, what's your initial reaction? My initial reaction is that I don't want to draft Travis Etienne in any round in any seasonal redraft league. But give me James Robinson, baby, because he's going right back to where he was before the NFL draft. I love it. I, I think he's really in a position where he's going to get a lot of work. The target volume should now be back to where it was. I don't expect ETN. I, I don't know if ETN plays this year. I'll be honest. And, and I think there's a real chance that he doesn't. It's a significant injury. We've seen these Liz Frank injuries before. It has ruined careers before. And I, I think he's going to end up being just fine. I'm, I'm ready to take James Robinson in round three. Okay, ho so hold on. So right now it's Tuesday. What day is today? Tuesday morning. <laughs> the 24th. 10 a.m. Eastern. And we don't know much. But it is possible that this is a big, long injury. So I'm assuming that it is a... It's going to put ETN on the shelf for a while. Okay, but we until right. I hear otherwise, we'll we'll react. We will keep as the news comes in. But we wanted to at least give something now. Jamie, are, are you as do, doom and gloom as Dave? Excuse me. Well, I mean, it, most likely he's going to go on short term IR. I mean, just based on what you know about this injury, you know, mid foot sprain. Um, it's a it's a tough situation. And, and look, you know, you, you never know what Jacksonville's aspirations are, but. I would imagine they want to make sure that their first round pick, their second first round pick is not going to rush back on the field in a season where they're not going to be a Super Bowl contender. So why, why risk it? So I, I would assume that they're going to take their time with this. I, again, I would think short term IR is the, is the first thing you'll hear um, maybe the entire season. So I'm not ready to say don't draft him yet today, but by the end of the day, that could certainly change. Uh, and if that changes, like I, I move Robinson into the round four range, I, I think round three is is probably uh, it's it's a little on the high side, but it's it, it, he's going to be close to that. You know, for whatever stupid reason, they're going to use Carlos Hyde because they're stupid, um, which is going to be frustrating. You know, <laughs> well, to watch. Well, there's the stupid reason right there. Because uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so I, I I don't think James Robinson is it is in as good of a place uh, as he was last year because he was so much the focal point. Um, but he's, he's, he's pretty close to that, you know, so this, this is encouraging for, you know, anybody who drafted, you know, I, I've, I've done, I think like five or six, uh, drafts already that are being played out. And so I went last night just to take a look at the people who drafted James Robinson and, and, you know, those are the ones that, that you, you say, oh, wow, they, they drafted a, a third running back that now could be easily a starter for them. So th those are the ones that benefit. And then you just feel bad for the people that drafted Travis Etienne. So right now with Daryl Henderson, that offense looks absolutely awful. Yeah, right it, it looks terrible. He's and played but, without three of their starting offensive line. Yeah, and two of them maybe hurt to start the season too. So it's not exactly yeah. hurting. Uh, but and they do look bad, and this the second week they looked really bad in the preseason. But uh, their but, backups but they were, look awesome. They were horrible last year. They had one of the worst scoring offenses last year, and they're actually, believe it or not, has been at least one top twelve running back on a team that was bottom five in scoring six straight years. 
Todd Gurley in 2015, then Jordan Howard, then Jordan Howard and Duke Johnson the following year, Duke Johnson only in PPR, then David Johnson the following year, then Joe Mixon in 2019. He was Ooh, Mixon num- did something good. number 12 in non-PPR, number 13 in full PPR, and then last year, James Robinson and Melvin Gordon, who was 12 and non and 13 and full. So <clears throat> we've seen guys, if you can dominate touches on a bad offense, a bottom five offense, you can still finish top 12, not finish top five, but... You can still finish top 12, and that's what Robinson did last year. But he really dominated uh, carries. I mean, it was basically nobody getting carries other than Robinson last year. <clears throat> Daria Gumbawale, I think, had 32. He was second on the team, and almost all of his came when Robinson was out in the last couple of games of the season. Uh, so, Daryl Henderson or, or James Robinson, if you were drafting today, and, you know, People might be drafting today, so that's why I'm doing this podcast, but we will know hopefully more about ETN soon and the severity of the injury. But would you rather take Daryl Henderson, who has a mild thumb sprain, reportedly won't miss week one, or James Robinson? Robinson. If ETN is out, then Robinson. If ETN's going to play at some point this season, then I'll take Henderson. So you're saying if ETN's out for the year. What if he's on? Yeah. What if he's out the first six weeks? If he's on, if he's on any, any sort of IR, I'll take Robinson. If he's not on, on IR, and, you know, they're going to... You know, play it out where he can try and come back, then I'd take Henderson. I may reluctantly agree if somehow ETN is going to be back in a couple of weeks, maybe a month. But I, I don't think this is a good look for Henderson because he's dealt with nagging injuries before. They just lost one of their other running backs to to an injury. So they've got a potential roster spot open for them to bring in another running back. So does Jacksonville, Jake Funk if, they put, good. if they put ETN on IR. No, I'm talking about the Rams. I know, but so does Jacksonville. They have the opportunity to bring another running back too. Yeah, that's true, but they're not going to find another running back quite like ETN. So I'm not sure what they would but do. But the Rams would? No, the, the Rams have very little depth behind Daryl Henderson that they can look at and say, all right, that's reliable. That's consistent experience that they can count on. So I wonder if this is something that's just going to make those coaches say, all right, screw it. Let's let's call a veteran or you know, maybe they make a trade for, for Latavius Murray or something like that. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, but I think the Rams aren't done with their shaping their running back room yet. And that makes me a little nervous about Henderson. Okay. Um, so if you're looking at a, a, you know, the later running backs, Carlos Hyde, Xavier Jones, Jake Funk, you know, who's the highest ranked Funk of those three? Still Xavier Jones. Sorry, I was singing the Brodus Club. Oh my gosh. Guys, breaking news. Today is, is Xavier Jones's birthday. Nice. Yes, happy birthday. That's, he's going to be rewarded by being the first team running back in practice. That's all right. <laughs> Yesterday was uh, Taysom Hill's birthday, and he didn't get the start, and they lost the job. <laughs> he lost the starting job. <laughs> oh, do we uh, have I a like lot Xavier to say? Jones with the guys you said. Do we have to? Do we have to? Yeah, I, but Hyde, yeah, Hyde is going to have a role, and I, um, I do wonder. Yeah, but he's not exciting. <clears throat> no. Uh, the, the only way he becomes interesting in fantasy is if Robinson gets hurt. This is going to be the annoying player to deal with this year. Is Carlos Hyde. Who has a third down role for Jacksonville? It'll be Robinson. Hopefully it's Robinson. Uh, this is very good news for LaVisca Chenault, for anybody who's concerned about ETN stealing that job. You know, more more slot opportunities, if that was yeah. going to be a case. But very true. Um, they got to protect Trevor Lawrence a little bit better. He's got to look a little bit better, and those guys got to do a little bit better overall. All right, so week one is at Houston. Uh, Miles Gaskin or James Robinson? Uh, again, if ETN is on any sort of IR, I will take Robinson. If not, I'll take Gaskin. 
and I'm assuming that ETN will be on one of those IRs, so Robinson's ahead of Gaskin for me. Hopefully we'll have more information for you later and be able to talk about it in our Wednesday episode. We always record a day early, so that's why you know we just, we're just not recording in the morning. I didn't want to go a full day without reacting to this. Um, then in that case, Marquez Callaway or Corey Davis? <laughs> Davis. Uh, I think I like Callaway a little bit better. Yeah, you have, you know, hopefully a six, a five game window of Callaway being the number one guy there. And then, you know, we'll see. Uh, Davis can be the number one guy for the Jets. So I'll take, I'll take him. Man, Callaway, it looks so good. I think he, did, he looked he good looked against the bad defenses backups. He looked <laughs> good well. last week, too, against Baltimore. And he had his moments last year. Uh, yeah, he's a good player. I, feel like but I mean, you know, he's doing that he without did. anybody healthy around him. I know. I'm, I'm, I worry that people are really overrating Corey Davis in a major way. And they're not doing that to Marcus Callaway. <laughs> I think both of these guys are like at best mid round picks. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I've well, seen people talk about Corey Davis like he's a round six pick. Yeah. But I mean, we we had That's that conversation ridiculous. yesterday. Now, if we had the same conversation with the same Twitter polls, I would imagine Marcus Callaway is going to be ahead of Juju Smith-Schuster too. I well, I don't know. I don't know because because of my, my Michael Thomas up. Michael Thomas lurks, but. Uh, but anyway, uh, somebody that maybe can help you get off to a good Thomas start. Thomas has to worry about Callaway. It's not the other way around. Thomas, Thomas has, to worry, has about... to worry about Callaway? Thomas has to worry about Callaway. Dave <laughs> Richard. go away when Michael Thomas. Dave Richard, you. what does that mean? I am telling you. <laughs> what is not that? the other way around. Not, Michael, you can do this. Michael Thomas is Callaway. Callaway is not going to go away when Michael Thomas comes back. Okay. It's going to be an interesting offense, and Jameis is a downfield thrower. Now you're just laughing for show. You're you're a better actor than your cousins right now. Callaway, I'm not saying he's going to be better than Thomas, but Thomas isn't going to be this superstar target getter that he's been the past couple of years. Okay, so he's going to get his work. I just wanted to <laughs> clarify what you meant, not that Callaway was going to be better than Michael Thomas. No, I'm still drafting Thomas ahead of Callaway <laughs> and Thomas ahead of Corey Davis too. But but you're saying that when Thomas gets back, he will have to contend with a number two receiver. He's not going to get 10 targets a game every single week. Okay. All right, Uh, that's it for this bonus pod. Thanks for listening, everybody. We have got uh, the most polarizing players in fantasy football dropping tomorrow, and we'll keep you updated on any major news, obviously, as it breaks. For Dave Richard and Jamie Eisberg, I'm Adam Azer, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on FFT. FFT.